Hello, and welcome to the Adam Rabbit Galaxy podcast, where we combine crystals, manifestation, and mindset work. I'm your host, Ashley, creator of the best-selling Etsy shop, Adam Rabbit, crystal enthusiast, and professional hype girl. Now giddy up, let's go. In today's episode, we will discuss how to choose a crystal that's right for you. And spoiler alert, there is no wrong way to do so. But I still have a few tips when it comes to crystal shopping that I've picked up along the way, visiting as many crystal shops and gem shows possible. Walking into a crystal shop or even visiting one online can be a little overwhelming, especially if you tend to be more indecisive. With so many gorgeous options and all shapes, sizes, colors, meanings, and price points, it can feel like there's pressure to pick the right one that you need for your life. First and foremost, when crystal shopping, you will want to put the crystal directory away for the time being and trust your intuition. Your intuition doesn't have to be reserved for big, important life decisions. You can call on and trust your intuition for shopping as well, especially when it comes to the crystal and the energy stored within them resonating with you and your own unique energy. If you aren't used to using your intuition as a personal shopper, that's all right. All you have to do is first get comfortable asking your intuition for guidance. To do so, take a few deep breaths so you are clear-headed and simply ask yourself in your mind, which crystal is right for me today or what crystal would benefit my life right now and see what crystal sticks out for you or that you are drawn to picking up. Listen for the subtle response or the nudge you will feel within your body. When your intuition is communicating with you, it can feel like a tingling sensation, a little jolt of excitement, a feeling of familiarity, or even just being confident and excited about your decision, like you aren't second guessing yourself or wavering at all. When crystal shopping, see what crystal you are drawn to without using your logical side of your brain and thinking things like, oh, I already have enough amethyst or, oh, I don't really need a piece of rose quartz. I'm already in a relationship, so on and so on. Although I love studying the metaphysical properties for that each crystal is known for, I don't recommend using it as a way to make purchasing decisions, at least not in the very beginning of your crystal journey. It creates more of a narrow focus and takes some of the fun out of it. Instead of finding the crystal you are naturally drawn to, it becomes more of a checklist or a to-do list, and we already have enough of that going on in our lives. Crystals have so many meanings that the crystal you resonate with doesn't have to make perfect sense in that exact moment. It'll come to light eventually. Pre-COVID, when Joe and I would sell jewelry at different art events, there would always be a few people that wanted help picking the right crystal, which I'm more than happy to help with, but you could just feel their stress as they compared different crystals. They wanted to be reminded over and over what the meanings were. They would ask for an info card or me to write something down. And I always tell my shoppers the same things. I can tell you the basic meanings of all the different crystals, but it's best to trust your intuition. Your inner guidance will lead you to the crystal that you need right now, even if your conscious mind doesn't know you need it. The shopper would agree and go back to their first or second crystal that they had their eye on. Your intuition speaks quickly. It doesn't second guess or weigh all the pros and cons. It's pretty immediate, which makes perfect sense as to why customers go back to their first or second choice. It's never their sixth, seventh, eighth option when you're using your inner guidance to select the right crystal. 
when I would wait and explain the meaning of the crystal until after they've selected, many customers would be blown away or even tear up at the booth and begin to share personal details about their lives and what they were going through only after they already made their crystal decision. That is the process of trusting your intuition. The right crystal will find you if you're open to it. And by the way, customers always would choose, almost always anyway, would choose amethyst when they're using their intuition to shop for crystals, which makes perfect sense, again, because amethyst is one of the most intuitive crystals that helps you open up your third eye and it's highly coveted by psychics, tarot card readers, energy healers, so on. I also like to call on my intuition, not only for picking the actual crystal, but where to shop from as well. Crystal shopping should be fun, exciting, and light you up. You want to make sure that the crystal shop you're interested in passes the vibe check. Now, even when I'm at the Tucson Gem Show, which is the largest gem show in the world, we use our version of the vibe check. Again, trusting my intuition and the energy I feel from the seller, their pieces, how they interact with me, as well as other customers. All of these signs are point out to me whether or not they're right for me. When I'm shopping, I rely more on trusting the energy than weighing out prices. Yes, prices are important. No one wants to be ripped off. But as you grow to trust your intuition more and more, you'll be able to rely on that and not spend too much time shopping around comparing prices or having the need to negotiate. Asking questions is a great way to feel the vibe. Even if you are a new crystal shopper, don't let that deter you or make you feel too intimidated to ask questions. Someone who is passionate about crystals and offering a great quality product should be excited to share, even if they are a popular online seller or a busy shop. A few questions you can ask crystal sellers are, where do you typically source your crystals from? What do you look for when you're sourcing? Do you know the location or the mine that they came from? And are they sourced ethically? As well as, are the crystals treated at all? Pay attention to the answer, but again, the energy behind it. If a seller is dismissive, pushy, rushing me, or condescending, nope, definitely doesn't pass the vibe check for me. These can all be taken into consideration when you're shopping online as well. With so many new crystal shops popping up online, it can feel weary about who is reputable and who is just interested in a quick cash grab. But again, your intuition doesn't lie. Check reviews, see if you align with their messaging, notice how the seller interacts with other customers or people commenting on posts, and ask yourself if their energy and collection resonates with you. Be honest with yourself and know that not everyone is going to be a fit or energetic match for each other, and that's okay. Aside from using your intuition or the vibe check to shop for crystals, another way I like to shop for my personal pieces is by focusing on the color of the crystals and incorporating the seven chakras. If you aren't familiar with chakras, they are the seven energy centers in the body with corresponding colors that make up your aura. Although each crystal will have a variety of specific meanings, learning which color crystals are associated with what general meaning will give a better sense of an overall vibe or energy of that piece. 
This foundation of crystal color theory is based off of all the chakras and it allows you to shop with ease and confidence without carrying around a huge crystal book or feeling the need to Google any piece before purchasing. So let's get into it. You may want to write these down if you're able to do so right now or refer back to this portion of the episode until you have it memorized. White and clear crystals such as quartz, moonstone, selenite, or apophyllite represent peace, tranquility, and purity, and they are associated with the crown chakra located at the top of the head or the crown, which color is also white or violet. Purple crystals like amethyst, purple fluorite, or lepidolite represent spirituality and intuition, which is why they are represented by the third eye chakra in the center of your forehead. Moving down the chakras, we next have the throat chakra, which is blue. Blue crystals like lapis lazuli and sodalite represent communication. Next, we have the heart chakra, which is green and represented by love and abundance. Emerald, malachite, and jade will all activate the heart chakra while also bringing prosperity into your life. Just below the heart chakra is the yellow solar plexus chakra found just below the chest. This focuses on self-identity. Yellow crystals such as citrine and amber help you feel more optimistic and confident. Now we have the sacral chakra found below the navel, known for creativity and sexuality. Orange crystals like sunstone and carnelian help you tap into this raw creative force inside of you. The final chakra is the root chakra located at the base of the spine and it's red. Red crystals represent power and action. Ruby and red jasper are two crystals you can work with for when you want to get amped up and energized and take action. Two other popular colors for crystals but not associated with the seven chakras are pink and black. Pink crystals such as rose quartz and pink tourmaline typically represent love, compassion, and forgiveness. Last but certainly not least, black crystals such as black tourmaline and smoky quartz are known for being protective stones that remove negativity. While hunting for your next crystal, pay close attention to the color you tend to gravitate gravitate towards. There's likely a deeper meaning that this is happening for you to expand on and explore. Now, when it comes to crystal shopping, I have an unpopular opinion, but in the spirit of being more more vulnerable and transparent on my podcast than I am on any other platform, I am going to let you in on it. All right. So within the last few years, you've probably noticed Himalayan salt lamps, facial rollers, and other crystal decor pieces pop up at stores like Target, Marshalls, TJ Maxx, and I even saw a few tumbled stones at Five Below while shopping for wrapping paper. Now here's my hot take. I think it's wonderful. Why? Because it introduces people who may not otherwise be comfortable walking into a new age store. They're not following any crystal shops online. And I think crystals are wonderful for decor, studying gemology, meditation, manifestation, and practicing mindfulness. I don't think that one of these areas is more valid or should be celebrated more than the other. Different strokes for different folks. And crystals often lead people down a more holistic and awakened lifestyle. 
So a few popular arguments opposed to crystals at mainstream discount stores I've heard of are the pieces are probably fake, crystals will become too trendy and then played out, or it has bad vibes attached to it since it's just thrown on a shelf and probably touched and passed over by tons of people. Me, personally, I don't believe that a crystal is fake just because it's at Target. Of course, you're going to want to use your best judgment to see if it feels like glass or resin, but since crystals are so abundant and found all over the world, it's not necessarily any more of a risk of it being fake than a seller you are haven't shopped with before. The quality probably won't be high grade, but I wouldn't assume it's just fake off of first glance of it being there. I also don't think that we should gatekeep crystals. First of all, because they've been around and incorporated into jewelry and amulets since 400 BC. And again, because they can lead people down a path of self-discovery. So the more people that have access to crystals in any capacity, the better. Since I'm around crystals all day, every day, I start to naturally assume that everyone loves and celebrates crystals and knows all about them, but that is certainly not the case. And I'm reminded of that when I meet someone new at the gym or the store, I see a person get all excited in real time when they ask what type of crystal I'm wearing, or they start talking about their childhood, how they used to like to rock hunt, or ask if it has healing powers. And it's just a great interaction in the middle of fries. And I wouldn't want to gatekeep that because this person isn't as involved in crystals as I am. So the more people who appreciate crystals to any degree, the better. All right. And lastly, the bad Ross dress for less chi. I get it. I'm not a fan of the long lines, the overbearing security guards, and the annoying shopping carts. But the good news is by using your vibe check and maybe a little extra cleansing, which we will get into in future episodes, you can get a crystal back into pristine condition. So you don't have to overlook a Ross crystal if it speaks to you. Offer it a loving home instead. I'm curious to know your take on this, so feel free to message me. That's all for today. I hope this episode serves you. But before we go, we have a special coupon code valid until January 31st for 15% off for podcast listeners at shopadamrabbit.com. All you have to do is enter Galaxy in the coupon code section when you're checking out. If you enjoyed this podcast, take a screenshot and post to your Instagram stories or share with another crystal lover. Sending you lots of love and magic, and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.